0: Welcome to another episode of They Might Be Bronies. My name is Matt Rodolfi. Uh, joining me this week, I have a very special guest, from some magical kind of guest. Uh, he is a high elf. He is a level two ranger. His name is Enzo. How's it going, Enzo? Um, it's not Ezio.
1: No, it's not Ezio. It's Enzo. Hello, Matthew. How are you today? I'm, I'm Enzo the ranger. I I'm Enzo the ranger. You've been saying that a lot. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I just was hoping – well, I was hoping you could kind of explain that a little bit. What is a ranger? What is, um, I mean, this sounds like – I mean, I, it's pretty magical, and it's weird that you're very hyped on your specific well, class.
1: Well, I'm a D&D character. If I could break the fourth wall for a second. Okay. Uh, I am is a and d character. that why you told me you were level two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. It's It's strange. In, I don't usually introduce myself as, like, level In this realm, anything. it's definitely strange to uh, to walk up to and be like, I'm level two. But in the realm I'm from, it is very normal to walk up. I'm like, hi, I'm Enzo, the ranger. I'm level two. So in your world, know. people
0: introduce you, themselves. And you, you said you live in a D&D world? Yeah. So, like, you might meet someone and they go, hey, how's it going? I'm Rick, the level four wizard. Yeah. Interesting. That would be, I mean... There must are there people that aren't that don't do that. Um, people yeah, we, in the world that just they don't walk up like, "Hi, I'm a level three shopkeeper." Uh, do they do that.
1: They all do it. They everybody, all do that. Everybody okay. does it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You just announce what you do, and if you if you don't do it, um you are tried and executed for treason. Hmm.
0: That'll keep it happening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, potential murder. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. Have you ever known anyone that was like, no, I just want to be known as Bill only by name. And then they
1: gutted him. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. His name wasn't Bill though, it was Will. Ah. So it was Will. Ah. he was a level four paladin. Oh. But he wouldn't okay. uh, he wouldn't do it. So
0: he was he was a paladin. So the kind of person you think would be very into right. like announcing. I am a paladin of my God, level four. But he's like, no, just call me Bill. Yeah, no. William, sorry.
1: Yeah, believe it or not, he was like chaotic evil. Oh, yeah. And so he fucking, Hmm. he was just, he was all against it and shit. Okay. He was just like, I fucking refuse.
0: I hate being a paladin.
1: Yeah, I hate you all.
0: Are you guys assigned like at birth Um, what do you do if he doesn't have a choice? Couldn't he just stop and just choose to be like, no, William, the level one guy, the no. level
1: one like insurance salesman. You, you, uh, you are given your name and your job, like your title. It's all given from the uh, the gods.
0: Oh, not even your parents. No, The parents name you, and then is there a second naming ceremony where like a god shows up and like, hey, Enzo, you're gonna be a ranger no you're, I mean, imagine you're level, you imagine your level you're on
1: your own no we're all the way our birds work is we're all it's like a, it's uh we're all mailed mm. so like when we're and well, then you when we're,
0: female some of them so that you have one of each sex when we're quote-unquote
1: uh, two born sexes, no no no. Say. when we're quote-unquote born okay. uh fucking, we get mail like our parents receive a letter in the mail oh, and that okay. letter is a sheet and it's a, it's a person sheet. And what it is, is it gives the name Enzo. Enzo. Enzo.
0: So your parents get in the mail, a character sheet, a person sheet. Oh, okay. Because oh, you guys aren't your people. We're, we're not characters. You're
1: a character, yeah. my guy. Um, Hey, <laughs> <you're, yeah>. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> um, when, uh, fucking, yeah, no, you get like a little person sheet and it has, yeah, it has all the shit on it. And then it's just like, Oh, I'm Enzo the Ranger. Okay. Do you start at level zero and then you're, bo- when you're born, you're level one.
0: That kind yeah. of brings in a whole like uh question about abortion, doesn't it? Is a, le- is anyone, is someone that's level zero technically a person?
1: in your world everybody starts at level one okay but before they're born they're
0: still level one are they level one the character she gets sent out your mom's like oh i must be pregnant Mm. and my baby inside me is a level one ranger
1: no the baby comes um here so in this realm you have like the little dinosaurs that you put into water and they become big dinosaurs. Duh, yeah. Those are huge here. Yeah, we get... So there's little... there's little. Um, so like when I was born, I'm an elf, a high elf. So there was like a little dehydrated high elf and folded into the letter. That was you. That was me. Oh. And they put me into water and here I am. So you were a condensed elf.
0: Yeah. And then they added water and... You
1: sprung to life full size? Full size. Oh, so there yep. are no children in your world. Um, well, it depends if the person she uh, is for a child or not. So they never grow up? They're just a child forever? Well, no, you you begin aging at whenever you were... So in your instance, you popped up as a full person. Um,
0: what was your first memory when you first came to?
1: When I first came yeah, to my you, you first you remember met.
0: your birth if you were I mean you look like a thirty year old man, elf man, sorry. Uh, you know, uh, you must have remembered the day of your birth.
1: Um yeah. The day I was born, I had this strange urge to go to a bar. And then when I went to a bar, I ran into this other elf, and he was like Oh hey guy, we've known each other for weeks. I'm like, yeah, we've known each other for weeks. And then we walked into the bar, and then we just ran into some other people, and it just kind of felt like we were supposed you just to be there
0: immediately, like
1: adventuring. Yeah, huh. you're born it, bo- you, like sharks. Do you think like happens with baby?
0: shopkeepers and stuff? They're born, and they immediately yeah. just compelled
1: to run a shop. Yep, born selling, just ready to go. Like yeah, like a shark, Out born of the box. born adventuring, born selling. Like a shark is that what you saying? Like said? a shark, born swimming. So you're very smooth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would you like to touch my fins? I would like to touch your smooth skin. Your ears are very pointed. I moisturize. Do you smoke weed? Um You yeah. are a high elf. Yeah, dude. Okay. I'm like fucking smoking weed and drinking all the time. Yeah, you're a high elf, but you're also a dope as fuck elf. Fuck huh? yeah, dude. Yeah. Chill as fuck. Fuck yeah. That's Rad sick. as fuck. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well dealer's you know, choice. Rad, high,
0: cool. All those things are words I would use for you. You seem like a really chill really well put together and in control of your life kind of guy yeah you definitely have that vibe of someone who's very you know like stable i mean you're just chilling ready to go on mic yeah so that's cool man well i thanks for coming out yep. uh it was good to meet you it was nice to meet uh, you i always ask my guest this have you ever uh watched my little pony no oh so not a brony not a brony. Okay. I am Matt, by the way. It was nice meeting you, Level Matt. Level one brony. I am Enzo, the <laughs> ranger. <Okay. laughs> Level one brony.
1: <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, cool. See you later. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Oh, Mikey. Oh, hey, Matt. What's up? Not much. I had like an elf from D&D and shit in here. Oh, pretty sick. We wanted a Dorito.
1: Hmm. Yeah. It's time to munch. Our fans like, um, our fans like it when we eat. On Mike. They're into the uh We got a surprising amount of
0: positive feedback about us eating
1: on Mike in the Discord. (laughs) I was surprised. And I'm like, are they being sarcastic or no?
0: Are they just fucking around and joking with us? Maybe they just don't care, so it's funny, Mm -hmm. but Yeah, that was fun. How you been, man? We haven't done this in a couple weeks again. We keep fucking We're, like, hitting a bi-weekly stride now for some reason. Yeah. For anyone out there that's not on purpose, it's because some reason, one of us, we keep trading on getting sick. Yeah. But, hoping we're through it. I feel pretty good. Probably. The last few days. Like, good. Like, I finally came out of this shit.
1: Nice. Yeah, I'm good. Good. It's nice, man. It's, uh, it's rainy. I got this hot coffee right here. Mm. I, uh... And I'm just chilling, man. I'm in chill mode. You made it yourself today. We were talking about that. You made it yourself today. I was going to try to do the foam art. It's harder than it looks, huh? And I was just going to like try and do something stupid like fart. Yeah. Like write out the word fart. It's a little tricky. You can't.
0: It's hard. It's like finding that right balance for the amount that goes down into the coffee and the amount that stays on the top. Yeah. To make art with. it's, it's It's a unique touch. So I'm a little blown away. The leaves and shit, I'm realizing it's it's all about the width of the poor and like how you move your hand. It's uh, I'm i I'm more, more impressed by these baristas.
1: Bar-re-estas. Baristas,
0: baristas,
1: baros. Baristas. Bros. Um, Baronistas. By the way. Uh huh. Do you know why I say it that way? I'm Enzo the Ranger. No, wait, hold on. Okay. Why why did you say it that way? No, but do you know why I say it like every every time um I say it like that, do you like you don't get it? Like I'm Enzo, the Ranger. That doesn't make any sense. I guess not. It's uh I'm right, it's a godfather reference. What part? I'm Enzo, the baker. Is that you,
0: that's that's why fine. I did my care we
1: were like looking through this list of characters and um Enzo popped up. I was looking through this list of character names and Enzo popped up and I'm like, um, you just let everyone know that you named him, not me. Hmm.
0: <laughs> we haven't announced. Well, no, we don't uh, need to
1: do, we don't need to do it as an announcement. It's just like, yeah, we're hanging out playing D&D. We started playing
0: D and D. Yeah. Is all that really needs to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I finally, finally fucking playing D and D for the first time in my life. Yeah. Um, it is awesome. Isn't it it's a lot of fun? A little little treat for everyone. That's Mikey's character, Enzo the Ranger. So I thought it'd be funny it to was ent- fun introduce to, him yeah. as that. Yeah, I've been curious. Enzo so you named him after the name was in there, and you were like, Oh, like from Godfather? Or did you just choose it from Godfather?
1: It was no, I, I was going through this list of characters and um Enzo Enzo popped up. Mm-hmm. And I immediately was just like, Oh, I'm Enzo, the Ranger. And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. That's funny. I'm gonna name my character Enzo.
0: That's great. Well, it stands it stands alone as it as it is, because every time we Every time you say it, it's become like this thing about this weird character. <laughs> like, yeah. Enzo. Okay.
1: I'm Enzo, the, <laughs> the ranger. ranger.
0: <laughs>
1: and I got, I was, I'm really, I'm really, I'm a little bummed out. You didn't realize? I didn't it. catch it. I
0: should have. I haven't watched The Godfather in a while. Those are some pretty intense movies that I don't sit and re binge
1: them regularly because yeah. they're more artsy. They are very that. artsy. So you don't really got to re binge all of them, just like the first one and the second one. Yeah, And then the third one, every once in a while.
0: Keep tabs on the official ending, but yeah. The first two are more artsy. The third one Mm. felt more like a visitation to this old world. Yeah, It didn't feel as artsy and timeless and separated as the
1: first two, for sure. Yeah. Well, it was like 20 years later and shit. It was like
0: set in the 90s or something Mm. like that. Or not the 90s, but it was like. More modern. Yeah, it Much was. more uh, modern. The, the like 40s it godfather. Was, has it was old Michael. Old world. Yeah.
1: It yeah. was old Michael Corleone. He was yeah. like, I believe it was like him at the age of his father when his father died.
0: Which I think, actually, I'm just going to look it up because I think it took place in like the 80s, right? Um, godfather three time. That's a weird thing to Google. It's
1: Godfather three time. <laughs> Godfather baby.
0: three time. Um what uh what what their set.
1: I watched place?
0: I watched it. I'm doing this <laughs>
1: terribly. You're doing fine. <laughs> I uh, I saw I watched this show the Offer with my dad. Uh-huh. And it was um and it's about the making of The Godfather. And it's about, like... It's focused on the producer of The Godfather. Okay. Who, uh, who made it happen. It was, like, the first movie he ever produced. And he, like, broke all of these fucking rules to get this movie made. Okay. And he gave, like... He made sure, like, complete control was in the hands of uh, Stanley Kubrick and... Uh, and like the writing, uh, the guy who wrote the book, book Mario Puzo, he had a huge hand in writing the the screenplay. Oh,
0: that's cool. So like
1: they wrote it together and shit, and so
0: kind of kept it feeling
1: yeah like an art piece. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. like they pushed really hard to get it made because like they wanted to like cuz like the studios all wanted uh thought it was just going to be like a gangster movie. Yeah. And like they didn't want it to be a gangster movie cuz like they cuz like the Italian stereotype which is really funny to me the way it gets held up now.
0: Now it's like everyone's like oh that's an Italian stereotype but yeah it's completely different. But like it's much they, more intimate than those like they wanted to make actual, a movie about family.
1: Yeah. It was a family movie. Yeah. And so like and then ironically the
0: stereotype became Italians are all gangsters but they mm-hmm. love their families. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, funny. Yeah. Well, apparently the third one's set in 1979. Oh, so okay. that's why it feels it more feels, modern yeah. because it came out in the 90s. It said the difference in the world between 79 and like early, was it 30s and 40s? Like, mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah. So
1: it's really funny because they just dropped the trailer for that 90s show. Really? Oh, and, yeah, I heard that was coming out and it's like, but that 90s show, like where it takes place is long. There's a longer time gap from that show and here than that show and that 70s show. Like 19, like, and when you think about it, it's like 1979 mm. where fucking Godfather three takes place. Is I was gonna, born in 91. That was fucking 12 years uh, difference. Oh
0: yeah. Cause this one's going to feature the characters from the 70s show. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So it's supposed to only be like 20 years later. But it's actually been <laughs> like 30 years or whatever. That's funny.
1: No, but I'm saying like, doesn't that make you feel old? It does make me feel a little You're old. You're old, man.
0: Bro, you know what I just saw is coming out is Hulu is... And Mel Brooks are making History of the World Part 2. Uh, is Mel Brooks attached to that? Yeah, he is. Like, Okay. He had a rule, I'll never make a sequel. But that I was a joke, right? Yeah, but if he ever did... I, that's the perfect movie for it because it's just people fucking around doing sketches about history. It's not quite a movie. You know what I mean? <coughs> I'm pretty excited. Talk is about it a it. movie
1: or a TV series?
0: Is it a series? It, I don't remember exactly. It's like a... Isn't it a four-part event or something like that? So oh, maybe, maybe it is like a mini-series or whatever. Yeah. But um, I'm... That's fucking sick. I'm pretty excited uh, because... Well, it's got a ton of names in it. It looks funny on the trailer, but it's funny to me that it has a ton of names in it. And the original is like very Monty Python. It's like the same eight people in like every scene, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, so uh, that was 81. So this is 40 years later.
1: Nice. 11. Yeah. 40 years later. Is Mel Brooks, how involved is Mel Brooks in the fucking. I don't know. how. Gotta, I'm going to look this up here. Too, like looking. I can
0: show you something. Uh, he intros it with the, what I saw of it. This. Should
1: Should we pause this real quick and watch this?
0: Well, you can just play it on it while you watch it too, right? Hi, I'm
1: uh, I'm Mel Brooks. Yeah, the guy who brought you the producers, Young Frankenstein, Spaceballs, and Blazing Saddles, and now I am proud to present the long anticipated follow up to my film History of the World Part One. We're calling it History of the World Part
0: Two pause it and we can watch the rest if you want to watch the rest of it real quick with it pause we can't i don't want to play the whole trailer but just so everyone can see that mel brooks is clearly attached to it he's introing it
1: yeah but, but like i wonder like like how much is he in the writing process uh, in the production process God, like is question. it just like he's executive producing it or something where it's just like yeah you you have my blessing and i'll fucking yeah, i'll do these that, spots I mean, for you that could
0: be it that's a good point i mean it's 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 produced by Hulu, so it could be it could be that. I mean, it's packed with people. You got fucking Tim Baltz and uh, Darcy Carton and, and Rod Cordroy, Danny DeVito. You know, like David Duchovny. Uh, uh, who else? I mean, there's a million. Josh Gad, Jake Johnson, uh, Johnny Knoxville, Lauren Lapkus. Fucking you know, day, like dude. yeah, <laughs> Jack McBryer, um, I'm just, I'm scared. you mentioned Wanda Seth Sykes. Rogan, Nick Robinson, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, you know, uh, JV smooth, Sarah, Sarah Taiki, smooth Wati- Reggie Watts. Like there's just a ton, a ton of people in it. It looks um, hilarious. Did you want to pause it and watch the trailer real quick? No, I'll watch the trailer okay. later. I'll send it to but
1: you. But I, um, yeah, it says, uh, Mel Brooks is producing this and writing the series. Oh, cool. Along with Wanda Sykes. Uh, Somebody else and Nick Kroll. Oh yeah, Nick
0: Kroll's in it. That's
1: right. Oh Ike uh Ike Barinholtz, this guy. Like, hang on, look, you'll you'll recognize the dude. Oh okay. What do I know him from? He's Not like sure. uh, he's in all this different shit. He'll he just pops up as a side character, but then, fuck. Then he fucks. Then he fucks. Yeah. So I'm just going to list off some movies he's in. Okay. And maybe you can make the connection. He was in Neighbors. He was Jimmy in Neighbors. Oh, he was uh, Seth Rogen and uh, uh, Rose Byrne's friend. Okay. Oh, yeah. He was in Suicide Squad. He was one of the guards in Suicide Squad.
0: Doesn't mean much to me. I haven't seen that.
1: You didn't see Suicide Squad with no, Will Smith? I talked
0: about that on a recent episode. Not for any particular reason, just because I haven't yet.
1: Yeah. Oh. If, uh... I think...
0: I almost watched it when I had COVID. We talked about different movies to watch, and <laughs> then I chose the
1: Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. Justice League over it. Yeah. Well, there's, like, there's two. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. You haven't seen either of them? I haven't seen either. Damn, dude. Um... What else is he in? Yeah, he was in those movies. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> um, fuck
0: yeah, dude. How uh, how are things?
1: These are pretty good, man. It's good. Fucking, it's a nice rainy day. I got my warm coffee. As mentioned, yeah, yeah. It is nice. It's nice. It's
0: weird. We've got an insane amount of rain this year. More than usual, I'll have to explain that off mic because I can't talk about it on mic. But, um, not the rain, something Mikey saw in my office.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think I know what that is. You probably
0: know exactly what it is. All right, Um, ominous. We won't talk about it anymore. It's not that big. Oh, I know exactly. Just a personal life thing that I don't
1: share on mic. Um, Um, there was, oh, yeah, you ever watch wrestling when you were a kid? Like yeah. WWF, yeah, yeah. Uh, I because uh, I used to watch it. It was like a good four year gap span where like I was just super into, into the wrestling. WWF. I had,
0: I had like two years where I was insanely into it. Yeah, I, uh, I was casually into it as a kid, and then like after high school, randomly a buddy of mine got me obsessed.
1: So for like two years when I was nineteen, I was like,
0: "Yes, we got to go to WrestleMania."
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I would. I was into it. Like in 2000. Oh, really? When I was like nine or ten, when um, it was like four years. It was like right in WrestleMania 2000 and WrestleMania X Seven. Yeah, I um, my dad. It was my dad went. He used to work at KB Toys, mm-hmm. and so they had him working at like the Road to WrestleMania thing. This That's like cool. huge event before the WrestleMania 2000 because it was at in Anaheim. Okay. And they had interviewed him for this thing. Your dad? Yeah, that's cool. And like, I I uh, I don't remember where it was, like where where they showed it. But he you, he totally popped up in this official WWF fucking that's it. like recently fan access thing. No, this was back in two thousand. Oh, okay. When I was, a I kid. thought he
0: was in like they were doing a reprisal of it or something, and like the footage showed up. But that's so that's just the thing that's out there and been out there for twenty some years.
1: Yeah, that's cool. It's somewhere. <laughs>
0: You know what's funny about wrestling is I recently learned about the origins of wrestling. Modern professional wrestling, not obviously. We're going to raffle. I'm an idiot. Let's wrathle. We the kids have been obsessed with Encanto again, as they were when it came out. Um, and I was, or I Encanto? like Encanto. Yeah, the Disney movie. Encanto? Have you not seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they've been feeling... Are res- you about to like do the origin of Lucha, Lucha Libres? Kind of. That's where the the, the thread goes. Like, okay. So we were watching that, and I was like, you know, I, I enjoy that movie. It's a great movie, but I've seen it now way too many times in the span of a week. You know, what I mean? that's the whole thing. So I'm like, I need something a little different, but I'm happy that the kids are into, like, Latin American kind of focused heritage and families. You know, like, it's cool. So I was like, well, we're going to go to the one that makes me cry. So I put on Coco today, you know. Nice. Because we've been watching forever. Of course. That one's obviously Mexican, specifically. So, like, my family, it's a little closer to home for us in San Diego and being Mexican. Yeah. So um, that led to us talking. For some reason in my mind, I thought that this movie was set shortly after the death of Ernesto de la Cruz, which is the dude... Uh, the, the fucking singer that's the bad guy. Right? Yeah, um, but I I didn't because he says at one point he died in 1942. I'm trying to figure that out. And we're watching it for some reason. In my head I always assumed it was dated back a while, like this yeah. was a history piece. And then it it dawned on me. I mean, it kind of is technically, but it dawned on me that if he died in 42, and his father was his partner in his great grandfather, great grandfather was his partner in 42. That means it's not that old. Like, you're talking about, like, three generations? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I did the math, and I looked it up to confirm, because they basically figure out that Coco's 99. So Coco, his actual grandmother, was born in, like, 1918. So if she's, like, that puts it at, like, or around 19. I don't know. But it, basically, it sets the movie in the early 2000s, which I didn't expect. It always feels like an older era. Yeah. I think it's because it's deeper, deeper culturally. So it doesn't feel like Americana or whatever, but it's also from a time before smartphones, social media internet fully exploded. Yeah, So it's like in this town down here, you know, like a separated in a part of the world that probably didn't have internet infrastructure just yet in the early two thousands, you know, like it feels more timeless because of that. Yeah. Anyways, part of the thought on that was I was like, so when I thought it was set in the old times, like I saw the luchador masks he wears, they talk about luchadors, and I was like, "When when did luchadors come around? If this is set in like the '40s or something, for some reason it was in my head. Mm-hmm. And why? When did that happen? And then that's what led to me figuring out the timeline of Coco was looking that up and realizing that luchadors go back to like the 1860s in Mexico, which went me going. Okay, well, what about American wrestling? So I Google, you know, the history of wrestling like an idiot, and it goes, you know. Ancient Greeks, you know, I'm like, oh, duh, dumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not that wrestling, (laughs) you know. So, I found pro wrestling. American pro wrestling dates back to the 1860s as well. Damn. Both of them, it was an entertainment. Um, The American pro wrestling started with carnivals, dude. It started as a show in carnivals where people would dress up in big, flashy things and have these staged fights as these characters. At a traveling fucking carnival Yeah It makes total sense And it was staged
1: from the get go Because it was about entertaining the crowd yeah. no. You know like I'm watching Like cause I'm getting nostalgic I got nostalgic for wrestling I went back and I watched some of the shit From when I was a kid Yeah And I'm like This looks terrible It is so cringy by today's standards Yes But I was invested it was in it I was so sure it was real It was so fucking good <laughs> And like, even now, like looking back, I'm like, I watched some of, I started watching WrestleMania 17, WrestleMania X7, the biggest WrestleMania for me. Yeah. And just watching him, like watching him on the stage and doing the things where it's like Chris Jericho and it's like, would you please shut the hell up? And everybody in the crowd is like saying it with him. Like that was me <laughs> at home watching him. He'd be like, would you please shut? And I'd be in the living room, the hell
0: Oh <laughs> it's wild that it, it tears you in like that. It's, yeah. It's I think about that with movies too. Like we were at a different level of immersion when we were kids. Yeah. Like Top Gun and stuff. I know it's a classic and people love it, but watching it so late in my life, all I see is, oh, this is the acting, the immersion is terrible by today's standards. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean it's not fun and especially nostalgic and, you know, whatever. But, like, the immersion level that we are at now with movies and shit like that is so much better. The acting, it, it's not to say that they weren't good actors back then either, but it was just like maybe it was a cinematography and director. You're saying Tom Cruise isn't a good actor? I'm saying Mr. Cruise is a great stuntman. Mr. Cruise <laughs>
1: is a great stunt man no
0: i that's why i'm saying it might be like directing and cutting the film together and all that shit like choices with music and you know like it it feels chalky at times not and it's not just top gun there's probably way worse examples out there you know what i mean but like there's a campiness and you can go back to like the i bet people in the 80s watching that were looking at shit from like the 60s and 50s and going like This is so campy. How could you put yourself into this? They're not shooting at a beach. It's a set. You know what I mean? Like, but at the time people were able to immerse themselves. Like at that time they're thinking of Elvis does Hawaii and he's like in front of a green screen or uh, not even a green screen, a fucking painted beach. You know what I mean? Like acting with someone in a studio set,
1: dude, you know how they film, uh, the Mandalorian and like all the star Wars shows now, right? They film on location. They're, They're filmed, all set. They look like, it looks really good. They come right? full circle. They, uh, they built a giant, almost like just a giant television that's fucking tall as shit yeah. and arches around a little bit. And so they can put the background onto there
0: that's and then they film sick. and
1: they act in front of that.
0: So we have come full circle.
1: Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Because there was a
0: time when there was so much outdoor filming. That's, you know, what's wild about that The Mandalorian school with the immersion. I found an interesting little thing recently. I learned that maybe everyone knows already, but like they would make choices on like wanting something to feel more lived in or urban or whatever it was, or or just more populated. And so like, in there's, there's like one city, they're like, something's still off. So they hired a fucking graffiti artist to come in. And, like, we're just going to add graffiti. There's one town that's just covered in graffiti that they go to. And I I could be wrong about this specific. But I think what they said was they brought him in and he led the team. Like, he brought – people could come in from the cast and crew and, like, he'd show them how to graffiti, what to do, where, spacing, and all that stuff. Yeah. And so that's why it looks naturally tagged because it was a mix of professional graffiti, like – And people just tagging shit. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. I
0: was like, that's fucking sick. That's some cool detailed thinking. That's John Favreau, though, man. He's, he is fucking. I remember loving him 20 years ago. Like, oh, this guy's cool. I like what he's doing. But then, like, in that 20 years, he's done something to cinema. Yeah. And through the lens primarily of nerd shit, which is fucking cool.
1: Yeah. He, uh, I didn't care about Jon Favreau really. Like I recognized, yeah, like ah, the guy that made Elf. Yeah, I'm like, Like, oh, that guy's cool. Cool cool shit. It wasn't until he made Iron Man. Yeah, and that's when I was just kind of like, oh, okay, dope. He changed. He he led the front on Avengers. Some would say superheroes. Some would say that's a bad thing. Some would. Some would say the MCU has ruined film. Some would,
0: and there might be something to it because I think I was talking about this. They're wrong. No, so I think you're right, but I, I think there might be something to their argument in the sense of someone that loves classical music saying like, uh, fucking modern hip hop is ruined music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, just cause someone's blazing new frontiers and trying new things doesn't mean music's ruined when you're blazing new frontiers. There's going to be shit that sucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then there's also going to be shit that suddenly stands out as so unique and new that whole genres are fucking yeah. set off.
1: And everybody's going on about, like, how film is fucking uh, down. But, like, I feel like right now we're getting a huge uh, surge of very artistic, independent horror films.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm excited. This year I think is going to be a good year for gaming. We've got a lot of good shit coming out this year. Next month, Hogwarts comes out. Yeah. Like, less than a month now. And then in March, I believe, the fucking Star Wars... The new Star Wars game comes out, the sequel to uh, Force Unleashed, and then Jedi Survivor. Yeah, and then this summer we get Assassin's Creed, which is supposed to be revamping and revisiting its roots and shit. Like, and then there, I forget the other ones that are coming out. There's more big games that are coming out. I'm pretty excited. I have a lot of games to play this year, and I feel like this last year, 2022, was full of like a couple, and they weren't like the kind of shit that I get so super hyped for. Like, I know a big shit came out like Elden Ring and all that stuff, but I know I haven't played it and I've just not a huge, I don't have time for it. So I do, I know I'm very aware that my preferences are RPG light kind of, you know what I mean? Like more casual gaming specifically. I'm talking about the Hogwarts games and Assassin's Creed. I know that I'm aware of that, but for me, it's a big year.
1: Uh, yeah, I fucking, I felt the same way. I like, I spent a good portion of the last end of the, the last half of the year. I just played uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah, like I just replayed all the Arkham games, um, and then I started replaying South Park's Stick of Truth. Nice, which is a lot of fun. It's a great game. But then I, but now I'm playing God of War Ragnarok. And that I heard game, that's badass. That game's fucking badass. I heard that's badass. And what? I, I thought it was really funny because like, Assassin's Creed did their fucking Valhalla. Yeah, and their whole fucking Odin and Norse thing. And I'm playing uh, Ragnarok. I'm like, this is so much better than fucking it's probably way Assassin's more intense. Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed is going to make
0: it more narrative. Yeah. Well, not that Ra- God of War is not narrative driven, but um, that's weird. Why did it text me? Sorry. Uh, can you pause real quick? Okay, yeah. Do you like Pokemon Go? Uh, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Someone was at my door. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't played in fucking forever. Not since it came out and it was a big thing. I don't have time now. I got kids and shit. I had like a one-year-old when that shit came out. <laughs> it's a perfect game for kids. Not not three and two toddlers being part of them. What? Not what? Not th- with three of them and two of them being toddlers. Mm. Pulling out my phone and chasing it. No, nah. like, I don't nah. Anyways, you've been into that again. Yeah. It seems to be coming in, in and out in phases. I was I was going to ask you if you designed if you were to design a My Little Pony game of your own choosing, mm. what would you do? What would I do for a My Little Pony game? Would you go Pokemon Ghost sort of mobile style full RPG battle game? I know there is one kind of
1: half. I'd go a full fucking RPG where like you get to walk around uh, third person In as a Questria. pony. And, um, and yeah, and it's just like super open world and you're just walking around, but it like, like fucking Ubisoft like, quality, okay, so not fucking, like Nickelodeon games. No, like, like Assassin's could, Creed, like it you feels could take to weird. the sky
0: and fly to Canterlot from yeah. Ponyville. That would be pretty sick. I wonder how your battle mechanics would work. Mm. Huh. It'd probably have a very Kingdom Hearts-esque feel too. Yeah. It'd have to be very about friendship.
1: You could, uh, I don't know. Battle could be very like magical Instead of the shit.
0: heartless, there's the friendless yeah'd be sick. <laughs> Battle could be magical different yep. ponies with different no one would play earth ponies though because they probably just have fucking hitting and shit. Mm. I guess you could give them like specialty moves that are like yeah earth ro- like bending
1: kind of shit stop yeah. the stomp the ground super hard Smash. and send a search that's to a ahead. Yeah. that's a good point flying flying ponies can like flap their wings and cause a gust Some of wind, wind shit and shit flying would be just huge.
0: You gotta unlock alicorns and shit. You start your fucking pony off in one class, custom yeah. made pony, and when eventually by the end of the game you become an alicorn. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick. Yeah. A triple classification. It's the only way you could do it. You'd have to be able to go any class. Yeah. And you sick. go
1: through and you go through and it's like built into the story of uh fucking like you'll you'll encounter Discord and you'll encounter uh, Luna and shit. But the story will be kind of different. So that it feels more fresh and shit.
0: Yeah. Kind of yeah. like
1: what they did with the MCU. Dude, you
0: gotta do a prequel before our modern ponies, but Celestia and Luna are still there mm-hmm. before she goes to the moon.
1: Yeah. To the moon. To the moon. <laughs> and I'd put like a like a little side game in there. Where you go to a trade show? No, where you where you uh where you run around and you collect little Little, little strange monsters. The human human Pokemon. Oh game yeah, the human of, Pokemon game.
0: It'd be called like what do you call it? Human Human Go.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be the side game. It's Human Go. I got Carl, the desk clerk. Oh, that's super rare.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of ponies, what would
1: you think of this episode? That was fun. That was fun. It was fun. It was. It took place at a trade show, which exists. Stuff like that
0: exists, where you can only trade items. You don't buy stuff.
1: Yeah, like well, yeah. You go in there and you 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 trade up, and you're trying to trade up, and they're like, okay, so I want to get this, but if I want to get this, I got to get something that that dude wants. Yeah. And you kind of go back, and so I saw a video actually of a dude who like went into a trade show with some like trashy thing. And he traded up to fucking Jordans.
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't know that was a thing. I, I know. That I I feel like I've been to trade shows, but I guess
0: actually, you know what? What's called trade shows in my world is like trade expos. Yeah, where you like different paint companies and shit set up booths, and you have to buy stuff. Yeah, no, no, never mind. That's a whole different kind of trade show. Uh, that would be fun to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Try and trade around and get shit.
1: I'd be frustrated
0: as hell. Yeah, that would be. Tricky.
1: I don't. I'm I, not good at like haggling and shit. What
0: if we just pooled the stuff that we brought together, and then if one of us found something that we love, then we just put all that that trade stuff towards getting the one thing.
1: Well, and then we end <laughs> up with some fucking ratty book and a
0: bird whistle. <laughs> that wasn't it. What? That was sweet that she got her the bird whistle.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't believe someone that was out there hawking bird whistles, wanted a fucking two-headed dog. What are the chances of that?
1: <laughs> well, in the end, she realized she didn't want the two-headed dog. <laughs> no, she didn't, but someone out there did.
0: Yeah. That had a bird whistle in order for her to get the bird whistle.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like, Lauren and Mark seemed like the kind that, like, would have a bird whistle and yes. a two-headed dog. That's true. They'd be like, oh, a
0: two-headed dog? Yes. <laughs> Here, take a bird whistle. Yeah. That's true. It's all about the people you meet. It's true. Uh, yeah, no, right off the bat, when Rarity and Rainbow Dash wanted to pull their shit, I was like, yep, oh, were that- the wrong two people for this. That's not going to go well. I fucking heard you. <laughs> you, I, you
1: were sitting there. We were watching. You're just kind of like, oh, that's a bad idea. And you bad pull idea. out your phone yeah. and start <laughs> typing. <laughs> like, that's a bad idea.
0: <laughs> I did love how they use that to keep the narrative in the background going every time they showed them arguing you saw Fluttershy and Rainbow Dash moving in the background, taking one item. I never noticed that. You didn't notice that? Like, they'd be arguing, and in the background, you'd see Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy fly by with the chalice. And then later, when they come back, and it cuts to them, they're going by with the fucking two-headed dog in the background. That's hilarious. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, Let's see. What else did I write down? That. Oops. Not there.
1: Um, everybody only cares about Twilight because she's a princess. I do love that that keeps happening.
0: I thought for sure. That must suck. I thought for sure when they want want an autograph, this was going to be like a convention kind of episode. Yeah. And she was setting up her booth. I thought that her booth was supposed to be her there to make judgments on the trades. Hi,
1: I'm Princess Twilight
0: Sparkle. Well, I thought instead it was going to end up being her. With a long line of people getting autographs and taking pictures, yeah. like she was like at a con as herself. Everybody's getting in line, yeah. to Like get <laughs> just, fucking Jason Voorhees, she's autograph. got a bunch of shit. They're just trading her shit for an autograph. <laughs> um, I absolutely loved the Discord lamp stand. Yeah, that was amazing because, of course, why that, that's just fucking great in this world out there where people have time for hobbies and shit. There's someone obsessed with Discord lamps. That that really tickled my fancy. Yeah.
1: Um let's see, what else? Um, I liked the uh fuck, what was it again? I wrote
0: down here, why does this book bitch want a two-headed dog? Yeah. <laughs> so random right off the bat. And I then like, she's the fucking like she's this chick is full of mood swings. Did you catch? Because then later they're like, we got you two at a dock. Yeah, you know what? I changed my mind. Mm. And then they're like, oh, no, but, you know, we can train it. Okay, I'll train. Sure. But, you know, I need to enslave your friend. Yeah. You know, and then and then hey, hey,
1: they it's, do, it's indentured servitude. It is.
0: And then later they go like the Rainbow Dash gives the whole speech about like, well, I don't want to sell out my friend and friendship is so important. And then this bitch just flips again. Like, that is the most poetic thing I've ever heard. Like, I think she might be pregnant or something hormone imbalance or something i don't know
1: maybe she's just she like just bipolar or something back and forth.
0: yeah maybe It could be a number of things there's a maybe I
1: don't know, maybe, maybe like she's autistic just or something i don't know maybe she's just uh impulsive and so she's like oh i want this dog but then she likes but then like she wasn't able to impulsively get it and she was able to look at it and then she yeah. was like oh you know what on second thought i don't want the dog Maybe. I, I also, I love this show's casual,
0: um, what's the word? Uh, casual representation, I guess, of, of like, so we had the one where you had the chick with the fear of inside spaces and then don't bring it up. It's just a part of her. And then this one, we had a guy in a wheelchair and it's not even mentioned or talked about. It's just there. Like there's an equality amongst uh Representation of different abilities and disabilities. Like we've talked about that before. So I just, another good example of that in this one. I liked yeah. the guy was just say hey, he was there with his hobbies and his love, and he was even uh, well enough represented to be kind of a dick to him. <laughs> he was hungry. Like, yeah. no, please, it's almost over. No, <laughs> I'm hungry.
1: <laughs> and that's valid, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like,
0: girls, he's hungry, yo.
1: Um,
0: I thought they were just going to offer to wait in line. While he helped him out. I kept waiting for that to happen. I didn't
1: expect him to go and make what looked like fucking hay burgers. Yeah. Oat
0: burgers. Oat burgers. Oat burgers. But yeah, they just jumped in and started making food for this dude. (laughs) Do you think the food was bought or do you think the food was traded? It looked like people were putting coins down.
1: Uh it was probably bought. Yeah, it was probably cars. like they they had like a fucking food cart set up at the trade expo.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that's kind of the impression I got. I right. I want to fucking talk about uh, this kid, this kid that's about to get all these books from Twilight for a busted, for, quill. For a busted quill, and Pinkie Pie just rolls in. It's like fuck off, kid! No learning <laughs> for you. And then and then tries to cash in on Princess Twilight Sparkle.
0: Uh, Yeah, Pinkie Pie, as always, is a very much a highlight of the episode. Yeah. Um, Literally rolling in out of nowhere to traumatize a child that was just trying to get books. Just wants to learn, man. The only thing he had. Yeah. The only thing that the the little kid had... A busted quill. I'll trade you. I just that kid would have taken one book. Twilight could have could have been assertive there and been like, "Listen, okay, Pinkie Pie's being like this. I'll, I'll trade you one book for your quill, kid." I encourage yeah. learning, and I encourage you know people strengthening themselves. But no, Pinkie Pie just like literally chased the child away. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fucking hit him with a scram, kid. She fucking sold it hard, and I loved it. She sold it so hard that people realized that maybe it's outside of their price yes.
0: range. I'll, even the point where she goes, oh, you know where she got these books? Princess Celestia. <laughs> like, You know what that means? Double, Double princess.
1: princess. <laughs> that was fucking great.
0: She's a salesman. She can get flim and flam a run for their money. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. That's don't touch me with your foot, man. Unless, you, fucking... unless you want to deal with the consequences.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote down here, wow, what a flip-floppy bitch doesn't want anthros anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, orthros. Orthros, yeah. Um, how about at the end when they're trying to move the orthros over the crowd? It was more poetic for Fluttershy to pull out a bear call, and it also makes me want a bear call um, to... to mm-hmm. Spread the crowd so they can get through. But the whole time as they're freaking out, I'm like, you probably thinking the same thing. Just fly over. Right? Yeah. Like fly over. Say, hey, your bear things, your dog things right there. Just got to get through this crowd. Yeah. Let's like, stop putting it away. Pull this puppy out. We're here. Uh, exactly Ten feet yeah. away. Just yeah. be patient. I was blown away that they had to, they, to Rainbow Dash didn't have the impulse to just fucking take to the skies, <laughs> you know. How she does to deal with literally every other thing in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Um, mm. Do you think Applejack's pie pan she wanted or Rarity's brooch? Which side of that issue did you fall on? Which would you have picked as more important?
1: What was the pie
0: tin? It was just like a rusty pie tin. But it was made like... With old world materials, so it could shave five seconds off for pie making.
1: Yeah. Um, And Rarity wanted the uh, vintage version of her knockoff brooch. Yes.
0: Um, Which side would you come down on that? Because to me, the pie tin, it's almost like finding a like, oh, this is a well-used cast iron skillet that's gonna fucking cook delicious shit yeah that's what that felt like to me the brooch felt like i mean it's like having a nice ring and finding the actual 24 karat gold with real diamonds version that looks exactly the same and maybe it's because i don't put as much value in that that it puts me more on aj's side but i still I don't feel like I could choose because they both kind of got caught up in dumb things that
1: shouldn't have cost that much money. I'm not on either of their side. You're on the side of friendship. Uh, because, well, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like if, like, yeah, like if you're going to pull your stuff together, but then you both want something, then, you know, maybe you, you shouldn't get it. Yeah. You know? And and look what ended up happening. They both got a smaller version of what they wanted. If they hadn't
0: have pooled their shit, yeah. they could have just traded their shit for that.
1: Yeah, that's mu- I think that's much cooler. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was kind of like a weird alternative version of the. I sold my hair to get you this brush or whatever. Like
1: that's, that that's all thing. this episode was. Yeah. It's just so much of that, and I fucking loved it from CatDog. Yeah, like it, it's probably like an older story that they took it from. Yeah, I've done a million times. But for I know sure. it from CatDog, but I always loved that shit. And like Rainbow Dash ended up with that book she wanted. But it was Twilight's old copy of it. like Probably shit.
0: the one she first read. Yeah. 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 First edition. That's the, other the only thing. person
1: who actually got what they wanted was Fluttershy. Really?
0: Yeah. Kind of shows friendship counts. She's the one that sacrificed it all. Yeah. She was willing to go live in the city and train a two-headed dog for months. Yeah. <laughs> Just because her friend wanted a first edition book. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I'm- you, you know, all Twilight wanted to do, all Twilight wanted to do going into it, she just wanted to get rid of all our old books. I'm going back to the Pinkie Pie thing for a second. Yeah, no for She just wanted to get rid of all of her own books. Yeah, yeah. And she's about to do it. And this kid just clearly wants to get rid of this fucking broken quill and maybe get something cool out of it.
0: Probably just wanted the books and yeah. found a broken quill. Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, shit, all these books. What can I treat? Exactly. So these that they were both going to get what they want. So Pinkie Pie, she needed to chill the fuck out. I'm against Pinkie Pie in this episode.
0: <laughs> I'm anti-Pinkie Pie. It was hilarious. But, yeah, it was... Uh, I'm surprised we didn't see Mod there with, like, a gem booth. No, Rocks, you know, like people, are, there are gem shows and shit. Mm. Um, here's a question she for you. She trades
1: rocks, but she only trades the rocks for other rocks.
0: That'd be great. She's like, no, I'm not interested. She ends up leaving with nothing because yeah. no one wants rocks. <laughs> people are just picking rocks up off the ground. How about this? <laughs> like, no. Um, I have a question for you then. So the trade show rules are as long as both parties want the trade – then it like it stands, right? Both parties have to want the trade. So in theory, could one of these ponies just offer to suck dick in, in exchange? Theory, in that, theory, yeah. Rainbow Dash, if that oh, that was a chick. I mean, she could have offered to do some other things, I guess, but like they could have, she could have just offered sexual favors to all of them. Probably would have taken less time.
1: Yeah, is that how you would do it? If like if you went to a trade show and you're like, "God, I want this fucking item," and they were like, "Oh yeah, but I don't really want that. I want this." You just immediately jumped like, "Okay, how about a hand job?" For how the about book? a hand job? Hmm. Depends on again, depends on the rules.
0: If it doesn't say specifically, no sexual activity. I don't know. I I probably wouldn't because I'm married. You know, uh, old bag and chain, bag cop and out. chain ball and chain. <laughs> okay
1: hypothetically you're not married yeah i'm this, slaying all that shit this is like this I'll is fuck you for that rock this is like you in your early 20s
0: and i go to a trade show
1: and you go to a trade I'm show like, i really want that and it, thing and it's and not a painting like, trade show
0: i don't want what you're offering me but you know how about are they offering and like, you're like how about i rail your asshole
1: they sell they offer they it to offer you it to
0: me like how about let me stuff my dick in your butt and I'll give you this thing. It
1: really depends on what it is. It, well, no, no, no. It's just like a handy. Just like, oh, they're like, give me a handy. Give me a handy and you can have it like you wouldn't. No, but I'm saying it's just Again, like, it depends on you really is. want this thing. Like, like, what would you want? Like, is there is there a moment where you'd be like, God, I really want this. You know what? I'm going to offer this person a hand job. Okay. It's and hope a weird thing. And, and
0: then it might have to do with sexuality because I'm definitely more willing to like finger someone, if she wants, if some chick wants to get fingered or something, like in exchange for something, I'm more willing to go to that well, probably cause yeah. I'm straight, but some dude goes, give me a handy. That's the more willing of me, you know, like I'm not gay, but I, what, what's on the table here? What am I looking at getting yeah. here? You know, out of this, like just a handy, I don't got to fucking suck it or nothing. You like, mean, yeah, there's probably a much lower
1: limit. And you're going to get what I'm willing to do that for. And it's that thing. Like you you went to this show today for a specific thing, thing and there it is. It is perfect. It is that mm. perfect book, first edition, what you want. And this person's like, I don't want this weird ass horseshoe that you brought, but I'll take a hand job. And you
0: get to go. I get to walk out of here with the book and my horseshoe. And just a little sticky hand. And a handful of cum. And a handful of cum. Oh, I have to walk away with the cum?
1: Well, you don't have to. Uh, I can wash my hand off after You can, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's, see that? There you go. Lowers the limit a little bit too. Maybe this person wants, to, wants you to like catch it in, their, in your hand and then slap them with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I don't mind. Okay. Someone wants me to
0: slap them with their own cum. Yeah. You know? They, uh, they fucking love it. They I can will come say a second time after that happens. The attractiveness of the gentleman might affect me as well. Yeah, if it's an ugly, greasy-looking person that like hasn't showered in a few days, I might be a little less willing. If it's a handsome man that looks like you know, all right, you're a pretty clean, friendly fella. You're you're a I clean fat gentleman. It. Yeah, I might yeah. go for it. Yeah. How about
1: you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. I'd give a hand. Depends up. on what it is. I'd get a handy. I'd fucking catch I'd the come slap. <laughs> of, I'd give a handy. I'd catch the come and slap him whether he wants it or not. Come slap. Come slap. Toiled. i i I feel like i just put that in the universe and i'm terrified that one day i'm going to get a handjob from somebody and they're going to catch the cum and slap me with it
0: oh fuck hopefully you don't ever get a handjob from any of our listeners because if any of you get an opportunity to give Mikey a handjob and you slap him in the face with his own cum
1: i'll give you 20 bucks dude don't don't do that why Cause now somebody's gonna be like, dude, I want this twenty bucks. Increases the odds. Then they're gonna like they're gonna like fucking stalker track me down and then go up to me and be like, Hey buddy, you How want a hand job? One? I'm not gonna and say I'm, no. I'm not gonna say yeah, but like, Yeah, I do know yeah, who's not gonna say yes to a handy? And then they're gonna slap me in the face with it. And it'll be like the middle of the day. I'm gonna have to go home and change. Yeah. Well it might not take a be a shower. You never know. <laughs> Get a wet wipe, wet wipe.
0: <laughs> Uh, that offer still stands.
1: Nope. (laughs) There is no offer. I don't want to get come. You have to
0: say I come slapped Mikey after I gave him a handy and I heard about it on the show and you said you'd give me 20 bucks.
1: Yeah. So you'll have to find me afterwards, I guess. The only way to confirm it though would be for me to see this person. I'm the That's only one. That's true. Be able I got. Like, I
0: have to get you to admit. They have to say they did it on a mic. You heard you had an interaction. you would be like, no, I didn't.
1: I'll be like, who the fuck is? No this person? one slapped me with my own cum. I don't have a fucking clue who this is. That's
0: true. All right, you're gonna have to film it, person. <laughs> I'm gonna need proof.
1: This is derailing. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting out of hand. You're gonna have to film it and then post it on the internet. It's not out of hand till it's on your cheek, boy. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be very
0: in hand for a moment. <laughs> oh, That's funny. That's fun. Um, <laughs> is there anything
1: else from the episode? Oh, you know who got exactly what they wanted? Spike. Spike, Spike got exactly Spike what he wanted.
0: Spike had a great day.
1: Spike almost, he has his mint comment, almost falls in the mud, and then you don't see him throughout the entire episode. And then he's just hustling. The last end, he's there. He's hustling. I wanted to, I forgot, I was going to try and
0: pay attention and see if the comic he trades at the end is the same one that got saved from the mud. Because it'd be also a nice it deep is. cut. Is it? Same I color think It, and everything? it was green. yeah. It'd be also a deep cut if he, like, in order to get the one he wants, has to trade up as well. Yeah. Trades this comic for another one, that one for this one, that one for this one, and then finally he gets the ultimate comic. Like, that would be a great... We need a little, like, one of those uh, Pixar minis just for Spike's good day at the trade show. Yeah. <laughs> trade this, trade that, trade this. Stop and have an oat burger or some rocks. Good thing there was no gems there. Spike wouldn't have been able to control himself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Spike would have eaten all of the fucking gems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking through my notes. Nobody wants to trade for some old ass books. Uh, The two-hearted dog eating the chain very happily.
0: Yeah. He did eat that chain. Uh, Discord lamp. The chalice breaks. That was a fun little bit. They spent forever fixing the chalice after it breaks. And then the dude just smashes it immediately. Yeah.
1: That was fun. I thought um, it'd be really funny if Fluttershy actually freaked out on somebody at the antique chicken stand. Like that when, been funny. when Rainbow Dash is was like, for that don't them, like Don't let them don't let anybody get one. Please
0: don't. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. She's like, you know what? My friend needs this chicken. <laughs> um Aggressive Fluttershy. He just does the stare one yeah. person after another. Um, I'm surprised that dude was willing to trade the chicken after he she, they literally chased away his customers. Yeah. You think he'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. He's sitting here and pushing people away from my... I'm here to trade, bitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking a-holes. Um, fucking a-holes. Oh, oh, I was like, damn, Rainbow Dash traded Fluttershy for a book. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah, I that I was fucked She was, was so
0: willing to do that. Um, Fluttershy said, I love my friends so much. I think we <laughs> talked about that a little bit. Um, let's see. I wanted to look something up real quick. There we go. Found it. Oh, I can't see. I wanted to see. I wanted to check and see if that wheelchair pony, what his cutie mark was. I can't. It doesn't show it, though. I think it's just like a icon of some kind yeah it's just a symbol so i was thinking it'd be let me see because i was thinking he's kind of a cool looking pony i like his like colors and stuff um and what was he selling he was hawking the discord lamps yeah but like it'd be also it'd be hilarious if he had a discord cutie mark that would have been funny but then i just now was thinking like it would have been a fucked up joke if his cutie mark was a wheelchair (laughs) <laughs> that would have been that so have been fucked, incredibly up. fucked up. That would have been so fucked up. I would have laughed. I would have felt bad, but I would have laughed. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it's like, it's kind of a, looks kind of like Twilight's a little bit.
1: Do you think those Discord lamps came with the cords or were they Discorded? <laughs>
0: Added the cords. He sells lamps with no electricity, hey man, Like I make never, them and rip the wires. Out.
1: It, it's a trade show. Maybe somebody's looking for that. Maybe they're looking for a do-it-yourself lamp. What's funny about it is, like,
0: the lamp they got was the busted one. The Discord breaks in that episode. Remember, he turns oh, yeah. uh, like a lamp into a Discord. That lamp with the shade on his around his belt, uh, his waist, and stuff, and mm-hmm. like, then it shatters, and he glues it back together. And that looked like the one, like they sold, they traded a busted reform Discord lamp, but he had some out there that weren't busted. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And like, also, how did this dude know about this? Is he like an MLP fan? Like that doesn't exist as a show there. So he's just like fucking Discord. maybe he's a Discord fan. Deep cuts here. Discord must know about that dude. This dude's, like, making Discord lamps because he's like, yo, I've just always been a fan of Discord. He was a bad guy, but, like, he's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. make Discord lamps. And then Discord, like, just made that lamp as an homage that he knows this dude makes Discord lamps. He's or, seen or it else, before, yeah. Yeah, or else how does this lamp-making pony know about the Discord lamp? Damn, dude. Dude, deep,
1: Fucking mind-blown. Yeah, man. Fucking yeah. lampception, lampception.
0: <laughs> uh, we should start wrapping up, huh?
1: I guess. Um, all I right. think it's really funny. Like, we we have this show. It's called They Might Be Bronies. But then we just spend, like, fucking 30, 40 minutes talking about other shit.
0: Yeah, we're getting bad. But the thing is, it's it's more about having fun. I yeah. like doing this. and uh, And also, like, there's so many filler episodes that you start just... You can't help but talk quickly sometimes. Like, yeah. it was good. It was fun. Like, there was some moments we liked. There was... For the most part, it was just this story. Then, then there's also these episodes where we go on tangents about jokes about a pony or this or that. And, you know, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. This is a, how many fucking seasons we have? Nine. Nine. This, our watch along podcast has to continue to shift if it's going to stay entertaining or at least f- to us entertaining. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to trip. People stop listening. I get it. But we got to keep doing our thing, man. Yeah. Um. let's see the next episode. We're getting close to the end of the season. Finally, it's taking forever, but we're almost at season five. And if I'm not mistaken, I think people like really like season five. was it Ellis that really liked it. I can't remember, but I think Chelsea was telling me one other development that I kind of know about, I think was season five when that happens, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Anyways. Um, The next episode that we have, I think we have two more before we get to the two-parter to end the season, Uh, but the next episode is episode 23 of season four, and it's called Inspiration Manifestation. That's a
1: tricky one. Inspiration Manifestation. Well, I imagine somebody needs inspiration, inspiration and they're going to be all like, well, we're going to manifest this inspiration. It's
0: going to be a lot like the Rainbow Dash Can't Learn episode. Except instead of not learning, someone's just going to need inspiration. Yeah. Fluttershy. You're going to need to be inspired. And they're going to set up the whole town mm-hmm. to, like, help her get inspiration. And at the end, it, the, the have, fucking goat dude shows up and he's got the secret sauce. He's got the sauce. They put him on the right
1: path and now he actually helps people. That'd be sweet. That'd be sick. Have we had, like, a, a Pinkie Pie Downer episode where Pinkie Pie is just super depressed?
0: Well, we we have. Okay. Remember the one where her hair gets all straight. Yeah, that's an right. And she like makes friends with the fucking ingredients. <laughs> that's right. Now stuff. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? They were playing a surprise party, and she gets all depressed because no one wants to hang out. <laughs> that's right. Uh, she was. She's like so distracted by having another party for Gummy that she forgets her own birthday. I think. Yeah, I forget the details so specific. It was so.
1: like everybody. It was her birthday coming up, and everybody was planning a party. Yeah, and she wanted it, but so she's trying to
0: steamroll it. They she, won't let her. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was a good one. But yeah, inspiration manifestation. I got nothing.
0: Yeah, um, it sounds self-helpy. It's it's kind of the only thing that makes
1: sense. Oh, is this um, where like uh, Fluttershy? Oh, Fluttershy's already gone to a self help. Yeah, uh, What
0: else can we do? I guess we're still waiting on a zombie episode. Maybe it's a zombie episode. Maybe, maybe. What does it have to do with inspiration? I, I don't, don't know.
1: know. I'm really inspired by brains. I want to eat them. Yum, maybe yum, yum, it's yum, yum, like yum. we learn about pony or the pony version of Manifest Destiny. <laughs> we learn about the the colonization of Equestria. Maybe it, it,
0: there's the triggering of new colonization. The episode starts with Celestia announcing that they discovered a new land inhabited by <laughs> savage ponies, and like they all go over there to colonize. Yeah, and then Twilight and her friends figure out, like, no, Wait they actually have their own culture and <laughs> are kind, and maybe we shouldn't try and conquer them. Yeah, and then Luna's like, no, they are subjects to Equestria. And then she goes full Cortez, just starts like
1: slaughtering. Yeah, uh, that would be intense. And then they, um, and then in this new land, the ponies who have gone over there um, have a revolution to uh, separate themselves from Equestria. Oh, like Avatar! Exactly like Avatar. <laughs>
0: the the main six go native. <laughs> Start fighting Celestia. That would be a great setup for the end of the season. Yeah. Where they overthrow Celestia and Luna. That would be pretty sick. That would be pretty sick.
1: <laughs> Just, hey, uh, real quick. Yeah. When you used to watch wrestling, so you watched when you were like 19? What year was that? What year were you 19?
0: Um, That was, I moved to 2000. I don't know if I was 19. I must have been a little older. But it, it, at the, I can tell you the year because I went up there. Okay. Eight, eight, nine. I came back in 2000. So I think that was 2011, 2012. Okay, so that's like John Cena time? Yeah, John Cena was on. the CM Punk was like a good guy still and just becoming bad. Okay. Um, What else is going on? Triple H's big return had recently happened. Oh. Um, What about The Rock? Was The Rock still there? Occasionally. Okay. Occasionally. He was not a main character, I don't believe. Yeah. It It had been a while, and it was a while ago now. It was like over... About ten years ago, so I can't say I remember it all that well. But I had a, but my buddy was obsessed and in getting into it, and I would go over and they just smoke weed and, and watch Bucky. wrestling yeah. with him. And then like we did a couple pay per views, like just for fun, like to to watch, and oh, it was cool. That was I watched when the when Triple H took on the Undertaker. That was like a big
1: fight. Yeah, and uh, we watched that one. That was a big deal. That's funny. The Triple H and the Undertaker had a big fight in WrestleMania 17 too.
0: Did they? It yes. Was- this was like the uh, recall. Oh I remember shit. it was like the rebattle. They were finally battling again or something. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that was it was and it was its own special event. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, it was cool. I think Kane was just starting. He was here and there because I think he showed up. For that because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's how it goes. But I think that was around the time where he was starting to get into politics and stuff. So he wasn't as in WrestleMania. That might have oh. been a little early. Uh, I don't remember those specifics, but you know, that's a thing, right? He's like a sheriff's voted in sheriff of a County. I did not know that. Really? That's fucking hilarious. I can't remember his name. He's like considered like a libertarian Uh, I think, I don't know if he's considered libertarian. I actually, I shouldn't say that. I have no Mm. idea, but he's like some third party. I heard an interview with him where he was like leading this charge of local people about a grievance. And it's not even like, it's a unique to their state and County position. Like this like sheriffy position, but like he was leading this charge to get something changed. And they went in, this is a random interview I heard with him. And cause what's his name? Glenn Jacobs, I think. Uh, but he like, he, uh, went to this meeting and called the guy out. And there's this big moment, very probably puffed up because he's a wrestler. Yeah, like, you know, and I told him, he said, that's not going to happen. And I said, I'm going to have to replace you to make this happen. Aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) And then I ran for office the next year and he's been in that position for like a while now. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. It's, it's, I think his name is Glenn Jacobs. Let's see. Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Ross, Glenn, Glenn, Thomas Jacobs. Uh, Let's see if I can find the info on his politics, early life, early career. It's funny when you see someone like they were masked for so long. I know he was unmasked
1: eventually. Yeah, I was mask back on. I was watching when he got unmasked. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I just started watching right after it was revealed that he and Undertaker were long last brothers.
0: Yeah, that's right. Was it? Wait, was it? I think it was Triple H. Maybe it was the Canaan Undertaker fight. I guess I don't remember. Honestly, his wiki page is all wrestling. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's not a fucking political career. Da 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 da, da. Oh, he is considered a libertarian. Oh, interesting. I remember. I wonder if that's how I remember. Maybe he was introduced as Libertarian, whatever. Um, oh, fuck! 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 Where is it? Where is it? Did... 2016, he announced he was running for Knox County, Tennessee mayoral seat. He's a mayor.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, he's a
0: county mayor. That's what's unique. It's not a sheriff. It's like a county mayor. It's like a level above mayor or something like that um, for a
1: whole county. Like you have managers and district managers. You have <laughs> yeah, a mayor and a like district that. mayor.
0: But yeah, he's been uh, since 2018, he's been the mayor of Knox County. Tennessee yeah completely random when I heard that I was just listening to some interview show that interviews all kinds of people and then it was like Kane the guy that played Kane on Wrestlemania or wrestling or whatever I was like what the fuck and I like learned about all this shit (laughs) I was like okay (laughs) you know like yeah cool cool I guess still holding his seat so people must like him
1: yeah (laughs) there is another wrestler who is like a senator or some shit oh Who is that? I don't remember. It was like older. It was from like way back when. Wrestler who
0: was senator. Um, It's just showing me. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah, that's the one. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. That's a very famous one. I forgot about that. I don't even know anything about his politics, though. Like what he was. He a senator. It says American politician. That's all I got. Thirty eighth governor, governor of Minnesota. From That's 99 right. Ninety nine to two thousand three. That's right. What That's was right.
1: his? Uh... Maybe it
0: was Ventura that did that story. I've heard interviews with him too. Maybe it wasn't Glenn. My bad. One of them was very wrestling in the way they announced their <laughs> their run for politics. But
1: hey, I want to see what his uh, professional wrestling. Kids are here and awake. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't matter. Um, we'll talk about it next time, too.
0: Yeah. Well, let's wrap up then. Should we do some plugs? Uh, if you like the show, make sure you follow us uh, on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, if not, that's really the only place, so we don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and make sure that you rate and review the show if you like it. If you don't, then, you know, just go away. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about us. Yeah. <laughs> um, i'll let you do the
1: other plug um check out our discord go you to fat tango productions.com you can uh, get a link to our discord and get into that shit hippity hop in there we have a nice little stream of new people recently dude
0: yeah it's been fun not everyone's been active but they all say hi and yeah hang out in the corner it's cool to see it's cool I fucking, I, i'm a corner hanger i am too i go through phases and i feel that sometimes i'm like oh shit, this is like our discord i need to make sure we're actually chatting like yeah talking but then whole threads will start happening and i'm like i'm working and i can't chime in until like nine hours later and i'm like okay is it nine hours later a weird time to chime in on something that everyone talked about already you know what i mean like yeah.
1: uh, i don't know but
0: yeah you do, it seems like you do the same thing yeah pretty you disappear much for a while and then you show up every and once in a while i'll be a like a
1: oh hey what's up talk oh, talk that's, talk that's crazy later <laughs> You got shit going on, man. Yeah, dude. You got shit going on. I'm a busy, busy guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again, guys, uh, for this week's episode. Coming up on the end of season four. But next, we are going to be watching season four, episode 23, Inspiration Manifestation. Until next week. Peace. Late. Out. This has been a Fat Tango production. Do you think sex workers, like, specialize? What? You know how like contractors
1: or painters oh, will like, specialize oh, in I specialize thing? in blowjobs yeah. and I specialize in anal. You think that's yes. a thing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I could do it all, but like I specialize yeah,
1: like, in anal. I Yeah. Well, like it'll be like, I do all of this, but if you want to do anal, I don't do that. You got to go see like call, fucking Yeah, I can else. refer you yeah. to
0: someone who's
1: good at anal. And I bet it's all professional like that too. Yeah. Like just like painters. Why don't you call and get an estimate?
0: <laughs> <laughs> On some anal. <laughs> <Okay. clears throat>